This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello once again, Chris Malone from 98.5 KTK with your recap for the show today, which is Friday, January 27th, 2023. Here's where you may have missed on the show this morning. Some kind of... uh, Disheartening news coming up for Florida renters is a new report from Florida Tax Watch says that due to the state's population boom, slow apartment construction and the residual of the COVID pandemic, we have some of the highest rate of rent increases in the country. Data collected shows that since 2020, the price of one and two bedroom apartments are up 38 percent across the state. More importantly, They are uh, pointing to uh, Florida as home to nine of the top 25 most overvalued retail uh, rental markets nationwide. Home assassin number four, Tampa 7th, Treasure Coast 13th, and Lakeland at 21. And in particular, they're saying one demographic that's being hit especially hard with these uh, double-digit rate increases for rents is our seniors, where their rents have increased by as much as 67%. Since 2018. All right, we've heard of quiet quitting, and it's kind of the idea that, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, with technology kind of blurring the line between business hours and personal hours, that uh, we check our phones all the time, and you might find yourself on Saturday, well, looking into emails, uh, work emails, and kind of you, you tell yourself, I'm just doing it to get a little bit ahead on when, when Monday arrives, and you're going to start answering some emails and doing a little bit of work. And the idea behind quiet quitting is that employers kind of expect us to do this. So the idea is that you just do the bare minimum of the job description, and you only do it as according to the job description, they have you for 40 hours a week. And the idea is that if they aren't going to pay you for the extra work, well, then I'm not going to give it to you for free. And if they end up firing you, well, that's no big deal. I'll find another job. And that's actually leading to something else called rage applying. And part of this, I think, stems from the fact of people being overworked and feel that they're just not doing well. But basically the idea is that uh, people simultaneously applying for several jobs um, when they're feeling burnt out or distressed about their current jobs. Most rage applying actually happens from people who have pent-up feelings and frustrations um, about their job. And it may not just be their job, but it may be their personal aspects as well. They say workers tend to rage apply when they feel that they're being underappreciated, paying passed over for promotion, or stuck in a toxic work environment. However, before you start applying everywhere for jobs, make sure that there's not some sort of language in your job description that prohibits you from seeking other forms of jobs while you have this job. That could be grounds for termination. It's very rare to find, especially in Florida, being a a right-to-work state, but it's something you may want to even look at just to be uh, fine, uh, to be safe. 
And then since you're kind of doing some looking around on the contracts, let's do some intro looking at yourself and seeing if perhaps are you just kind of stressed out and you do love your job or do you want to do something different and really kind of think about it over time because you may find yourself asking questions like, you know, this is my third job and it seems to be the same thing happened at this job. Maybe it's not the job. Maybe it's something you have. Maybe you have a a fear of conflict or you have some sort of trauma that keeps surfacing, causing the problems to repeat itself. So that's why you really want to kind of look around to see what is going on. Uh, You may find yourself leaving because you have a critical boss. You may love your job. Maybe ask for a different boss. Those are the kind of questions you need to ask yourself. And the whole idea is that perhaps you do love your job and you do love your employer. It's just that you're burnt out. And chances are you are burnt out because I can tell you the last cruise I ever took, I paid for the extra data for my phone so that I could answer emails on my vacation. And I look back at that and like, that's the silliest thing I could have ever done. But in any case... We do it, don't we? Um, let's talk about our waterproof gear. Oh, that's what we talked about this morning on the show. I mean, we don't wear it too often, your raincoats and your uh, you know, rain galoshes and, and stuff like that. But when it does rain, we like to perhaps put them on to keep us... Uh, uh, you know, keep our clothes safe. And you might find that uh, those items aren't really repelling water like they once did. It's probably because your rain gear is what's called wetting out. Because what uh, rain repellent clothing does is that when water is on it, it should bead up, kind of like a freshly waxed car. Uh, and if it's not doing that, that means that there's dirt buildup from your skin or maybe uh, the general environment that you've, you've been working in. Or you've washed it previously, there might be some detergent or some fabric softener on it. Both of those items will actually cause the uh, rain-repelling technology inside the garment to not work. So when you do need to clean these items, don't use a fabric softener and probably stick them in the tub or sink and use regular soap. Whatever the, the directions on the bottle say, that is what you should do when it comes to cleaning your rain gear. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I stumbled across a very interesting uh, study results uh, involving uh, chemotherapy and, and, uh, and treatments for cancer. Um, as you, uh, if you know somebody who's uh, a loved one who's uh, been battling cancer or perhaps you've done it yourself, you know that generally uh, chemotherapy is the most common form of cancer treatment. Um, not only does the chemotherapy kill the cancer cells, uh, one of, it's lesser of two evils. It also kills healthy ones. And that, of course, is the whole th- reason why people feel sick after chemotherapy. Um, they lose hair. They lose weight. Um, and it's just mainly because literally it's killing particular cells in your body. Now there's been a research team that says that the timing of these chemotherapy treatments may be different may actually play a big significant impact of how this chemotherapy works in your system what they found with their study is that receiving chemotherapy treatments in the afternoon decreases mortality by over 12 times and the cancer reoccurrence was reduced by nearly three times however they only found this 
in women. And what they did was they observed uh, cancer uh, treatments for uh, for a, a B cell um, a lipoma, uh, which is a, a DLBCL, that's its, its abbreviated name, and it's a blood cancer caused by the lymph t- tissues turning cancerous. And what they did was they um, they reviewed uh, those who were getting the chemotherapy treatments four to six times in the morning and four to six times in the afternoon. And what they found was for women that were treated in the afternoon, they saw a reduction in the risk of dying going from 25% down to 2%. Women also had a decrease in cancer recurrence, dropping from 37% down to 13 That was fascinating. And so what the scientists decided to do was, well, why is this happening? So they, bought it, they looked at blood samples for roughly about 14,000 people, men and women, kind of equally divided. And what they found was is that uh, in women, in the women's uh, bodies, the white blood cell count tends to be low in the morning and higher in the afternoon. So that means that your bone marrow is more active in the morning generating these cells and therefore uh, receiving chemotherapy during the afternoon actually can reduce those side effects. And in essence, your body is producing more of these white blood cell counts in the afternoon that battles the cancer for you as well. So... They tend to say they didn't find this difference in in men. Uh, They found it only in women. So they're going to do it a few more times to see if this is a fluke or if this is really really going to help. But, you know, if anybody who's uh, been battling cancer or uh, been diagnosed with cancer, you know that you'll try just about anything to have an upper hand in defeating cancer. So perhaps women, ladies, scheduling your uh, chemotherapy treatments in the afternoon versus the morning it may work. Wouldn't hurt to give it a try anyways. For your uh, people that have MacBooks, um, a lot of times, you know, you have the camera right up there in the in the, uh, in the the top of your screen. And even though the camera's turned off, is it really turned off? Is there going to be a mistake or anything like that? So a lot of people, I used to do this, just take a, a, a sticky note and stick it over it. <laughs> That's how I did. But a lot of people will actually buy a uh, camera cover to cover the camera on a MacBook. And it's only cost about, you know, five, six, seven bucks to, 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 to buy one of these things. But this may be the most expensive five bucks you'll ever spend. And that's because Apple has worked very hard, as you know, to, uh, to kind of streamline how the MacBook looks. And one of the ways they do this is by making sure that the camera does not stick out on the bevel of the uh, the laptop screen. So if you stick a piece of plastic on there, when you close the, 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 the clamshell of the screen onto the keyboard, you're actually causing tolerance to be warped. And there's not a lot of tolerance there, so you actually could break the screen, break the glass. And, uh, you know, that's how that uh, $5 uh, uh, webcam cover can quickly become something that's going to cost you hundreds of dollars. Uh, believe it or not, you really don't need anything with a MacBook because it's a security feature built into your Mac that's very hard to bypass, if not impossible, if you're kind of a, uh, a novice user. And basically, it works like this. When the camera light is on, the camera is working. If the camera light is off, it's not working. Of course, you can always check out your settings by going to System Settings, Privacy and Security, then Camera, and denying the camera access to apps uh, that you don't feel that need it. So there's that. And then finally, we talked a bit about uh, more than 80% of U.S. colleges and universities in the United States no longer require applicants to take standardized tests in order to get in. I can remember waiting and doing the SAT, waiting for the results, realizing that my whole future in, in academia was up on the fact of what this score told me about, told you about you. 
Um, but you fast forward to today, and basically you can talk about the pandemic as well, is that many of these universities and colleges no longer, they'll accept the ACT or SAT, but they won't use it in factoring it to see if you get into the school or not. In fact, for the upcoming fall semester, 85 institutions won't even consider standardized test scores when reviewing applications at all. And it really kind of goes down to what a lot of advocates have been championing for many, many years, and a lot of people in schools have said, is that... Uh, a standardized test doesn't just necessarily uh, turn out to be a useful tool in measuring somebody's potential. Because the whole idea of you going to school is to educate yourself, which means you're not going to know everything. So to have a score that shows that you've learned a lot of stuff doesn't really necessarily mean that it is good to indicate that you are going to have the potential to learn. And uh, research has repeatedly shown that students' high, uh, the, the basic of their GPA is a better indicator of how successful they will be in school versus their SAT or ACT. So that is something a lot of schools have been considering. In addition, which this is the big one for me, because like it or not, the the dirty little secret, colleges are here to make money. That's it. They're here to turn a profit. And birth rates have been declining in the U.S. for quite some time. And the number of 18-year-olds seeking to enter college is decreasing especially when you have a strong job market and you're looking for bodies, it doesn't, uh, you know, you do have some people that, or companies, they're saying, we're not really going to care if you have college or not. We're not really not going to care if you have trade school or not. We just need bodies to fill these jobs. So the pool of people applying for schools is lower. And again, the idea behind the college, they want to make money. So they're going to make the entrance a little bit easier. Again, 80% of U.S. colleges no longer require the applicants to have a standardized test. For the 20 that remain, the 20%, most of them, if not all, are in the southern states, with Florida being the one state that stands out that an SAT or an ACT score is required for all public university and college admissions. The only one that is requiring them all. So there's the show for today, Friday, January 27th, 2023. Of course, I always welcome your comments and feedback. You can email me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 